0: it is, what it is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. Of course, I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with their hosts, Mace and Cam.
1: What up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? Spoke to drama yesterday. How, was, how is he taking it?
2: <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild if we're starting it off a Monday morning like this. <laughs> he told me to tell you that you're more like Mike Kaiser than Kaiser Sose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Okay, laughs> Shout
2: out to Mike Kaiser. I spoke yeah. to Mike Kaiser the other day. Shout out to Mike. But his exact text was, tell me so i seen the show also, for y'all who don't know, we're doing shows now on Sundays. It is what it is. Pardon me. It is what it is. It's now officially six days a week. We're coming on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Get your picks with Underdog Fantasy with me and Mace are thinking before the games come on. But um, yeah, he seen yesterday's show and he said, tell Mace, relax. He's more like, Michael Kaiser <laughs> and Kaiser Sose. Because I don't know if you guys seen it. Basically, was kind of getting the drama on his football <laughs> knowledge and he said drama, Kaiser Sose. So that was his message to you. I don't know if you want a rebuttal later on during the show or if you want to save it. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to make this an ongoing thing. You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we love you, drama. Shout out to the affiliates, my boy Lake Show yeah. and DJ Cannon. Yes, sir. But somebody told me to tell you something. Okay,
2: what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I live for this
1: shit. <laughs> they said, ask him what did he mean by um he um he can get you duck, duct tape, and oh, butt rape.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we going back to lyrics?
2: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> See, uh, what <when> i what <laughs> i say. What was your
1: that, mindset when you wrote that? What were you thinking?
2: Well, listen, man, what I tell you is this. And a lot of people may not know, man. And and it's not cool these days. I'm going to be honest for you. But y'all should go Google a nigga named Preacher. (laughs) If you don't don't know, it's a guy named Preacher that used to be in Harlem. <laughs> and, and the Bronx—that you know, was a good one, and, and, right there, Killer. And, and when he kidnapped people, pause. <laughs> <laughs> he did some horrific things to them. Uh, <laughs> so when I was writing that rhyme, I was kind of—I I was in a preacher state of mind, which I shouldn't have been. I'm not—I'm yeah. not saying I should have. Yeah. But if you Google preacher. These were kind of the things that he was doing <laughs> to people. Now, what I say about his <laughs> rap is this. <laughs> what, I, what I want to say about rap um, is this. Everything can't be about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you write lyrics, you know, you, you got one life. So sometimes you may take story, and I'm not talking about the lyrics because that yeah. was a go, and I yeah. like that. Hey, if this is what we doing, I got some notes. <laughs> Before the show's over, I'll be asking you a couple questions as well because <laughs> I, I saved them yeah. for a moment just like this. <laughs> I got a couple notes. I
3: got a couple yeah, yeah, oh, I mean, up. we
2: could do an episode yeah, on this during yeah. the week if you like <laughs> We could do a whole episode of over and under <laughs> who gets the most pauses, but underdog. Oh,
3: but what I'm saying
2: is this. About rap is that you get one life, and I'm not talking about the lyrics to Mesa, I'm just saying in general. So sometimes, and you gotta realize, I, I, I have eight solo albums, uh, I executive produce, I believe, 12 albums, um, or featured on, I don't know, at Mariah the Carey, Mariah Carey, the. Uh, I don't know if I say R. Kelly. I don't even know if you can say R you can say <laughs> the, the R. <laughs> so I'm on shit. I'm on probably, I think the last time I checked, like five years ago, 40 million, 50 million worth of sales. More of the story is this: that sometimes when I write stuff, I got a I got a song called I Hate My Job. Yeah. I never had a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even consider this a job. This shit is math fun. Yeah. yeah, I love coming up here with you guys and talking shit and all that other shit. But I had a song called I Hate My Job because I was just doing it from the average person who has a job. So I'm not making excuses for the lace. like i <laughs> <laughs> I
3: know you yeah. trying to think. Cam, you yeah. go, you're going on and yeah. on and on. Yeah. I, dig it. I, dig I was it. waiting for the stat to jump. <laughs> I, I'm that not thing. being long with about this yeah.
2: to be short to, to cut this short I was thinking I was watching one of the Preacher's situations so if you don't know who Preacher from Harlem is you could google it but that's it's definitely unacceptable whoever called makes you a sucker ass nigga too <laughs> 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 niggas from Ohio yeah. keep
1: sending yeah. me this as much love <laughs> as I show Ohio y'all
2: motherfuckers niggas like Cam ain't really from here y'all niggas man I brought so much light to this <laughs> yeah. thing this is what y'all do to me it's all good yeah. It, it, I seem like you were in bad pause with these niggas from Ohio. Like, y'all niggas got the catalog. It's all real. It's all good.
0: Uh, we're off to a lovely start. And today we are joined with our football analyst, OJ.
2: OJ,
4: was good? Oh hey, yeah, How y'all doing, man? All, it's a good day for me.
0: Oh, you know, here all my we people go. Run.
4: Here we go. The Vardy the my fantasy team. It was, it, it was a good day. I mean, I ain't even talking about USC. I don't want to discuss it. USC and our number one crosstown rivals, UCLA. It was embarrassing. I'm embarrassed by it. Uh, But, hey, it is what it is. And uh, next year, I think we're going to have a whole new – well, the coach should still be there. I'm hoping he stayed there, Lincoln Riley. But he's going to bring in some help. And like like Sanders has to do uh, uh, in Colorado, to bring in some linemen, offense and defense, our coach got to bring in some defensive players. So that that was only bad news this weekend, USC losing yeah, well, to well, our you, hard rival UCLA. Well, you know, oh, we didn't get
2: to talk about you last week. Yeah. When, when they lost, <laughs> the Bills, that is. Before we get into any footballers, I'll say this, oh, is that um, I just want to say thank you, first of all, because I was talking to our mutual friend, and he, he was telling that you've been doing research on us and getting more familiar with us over the last few weeks. That's how you knew about the basketball clips and the raps and everything. Yo, oh, I really appreciate you doing the due diligence because we knew about you before you got here and you you fuck with us to want to know who we are. And what I'm taking from that is you want to dress like me at this point there you want to <laughs> have a blue shirt on
3: <laughs> one button open and Yeah. now you actually want to be like me uh, all the
2: way down. so I appreciate you doing the due diligence but like, please don't come to work dressed like me anymore please I'm not into the twinning I don't like Yo. twinning with not anybody oh so let's start co- let's start coordinating to where we're not dressed like this much
1: yeah Bob <laughs> make sure you put a picture of OJ and Killer side yeah, by side
2: yeah I'm going to start bringing the extra <laughs> Shirt and tie. I don't really like tie. And I, I
4: like your swag, though. I'm just saying this is just a little too much. Well, I like what Mace is wearing, even though it—that that is not what you had last Sunday, is it? Oh, no. he tried to say he's repeating. <laughs> 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 I saying, oh, I Oh, son,
3: I hope you're not repeating, man. <laughs> I'm
1: no.
4: curious. I hope no. you're not repeating.
1: Oh, get a close-up. Oh, Shador. your
3: door. <laughs> <laughs> this is not last week, though. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's up, man.
4: Yeah. Maybe a different color, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So now let's get into the football. OJ, obviously you had a great day, weekend. The Bills smoked the Jets 32-6. to This was an important game for both teams, bringing the Bills to a 6-5 and record. So how did you feel about that game? And then also, did you see the post-game fight in the locker room?
4: Uh, I didn't see any fights because uh, you know, we were watching a bunch of other games and I had to drive home uh, after the game, but it was important. I thought if the Bills – actually, last week when they lost to the Broncos, I thought that might have been it for the Bills. I thought maybe they wouldn't even make the playoffs as a wild card. Uh, I was worried about the Jets because – uh, they just beat them. They beat them last year at the end of the season with some guy named White at quarterback. And they beat them earlier this year with Wilson, um, or whatever the guy's name is, at quarterback, Zach Wilson. So I was really worried about the game. I was surprised the Bills did as well. The only good thing that happened last week is when it was over, they finally got rid of that offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, who I thought didn't have a clue how to actually run an offense. He may know football, a lot of guys know football, but that don't mean they know how to run an offense. Um, You couldn't, it seems like everything they did was to set Josh Allen up to do something spectacular. And it didn't appear to me as if he had a clue about uh, developing a running game. Uh, Last week, if you recall, uh, the Bills at one point ran the ball eight straight times. They went right down the field and scored a touchdown. And they came right back throwing the ball again. Uh, if you see the great teams, they're almost even in their running, and their passing. The Bills weren't, unless you think think about Josh Allen scrambling a, as a run. But anyway, they blew that game. The good news was uh, later that day, they fired <laughs> That offensive coordinator, I, I assumed that they would be a little confused uh, today. I knew the new guys in charge of the offense knew they had to do something different. Now, I couldn't tell you exactly what they were thinking today, but they looked like a better football team today. They control the ball on offense, gave the defense time to rest, and the defense pretty much took over the game. So, uh, a team that they haven't been able to beat, they beat convincingly today. So, uh, as far as the Bills are concerned, I'm happy.
2: Uh, we talked about this. Um, I actually picked the Jets to win this game because I didn't well, know.
4: I, I thought so, too.
2: Yeah, I didn't know where the team mindset was going to be at after firing uh the offensive coordinator. And I think they actually used him for a scapegoat because they wasn't playing good. And listen, oh, I'm gonna take your word because you're following the Bills uh 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, where they eat, sleep, shit, everything about the ball, the Bills. So I'm gonna take your word for it. But I was thinking about it because I'm saying, look, they're firing their offensive coordinator because they're not doing good. They just hired him uh a year ago. They fired um I think it was Brian DeBull. He was the offensive coordinator before he got there. He was the scapegoat last time. So I was saying to myself, uh, they're looking for somebody to blame. But what I did see, because I watched a lot of this game till it just got out of hand and you knew who was going to win, was that Josh Allen was going over to the offensive coordinator more than the head coach during the timeouts. And it looked like they had a good rapport. It looked like they was communicating to where even when the head coach walked over, he didn't even speak to the head coach. He was talking to the offensive coordinator during every single timeout. And I says, it seems like Josh Allen has a great rapport with this new offensive coordinator. I don't know if he had a problem with the last one. I don't know if this this new offensive coordinator is is his man and this is who he wanted. But just from the body language, it looked like... um, he had a better rhythm with him. And it showed today because the Jets have a great defense for them to score this many points on the Jets and you know to blow them out in a crazy fashion like this. I, I think he has a better rapport with this new offense coordinator. Now back to the Jets, though. Jets ain't shit, bro. Like, yo, my nigga. Oh, what what the fuck, B? Like, yo, you know, niggas is trying to fucking get niggas got hope for y'all. I I think and I let Mace think about it. But, you know, we always get on, you know, the Giants or the Knicks or, you know, the, <laughs> we don't even fucking watch baseball like that. But we get mad when the Yankees don't make the playoffs. And nobody was born to see the Jets win. Like, all we see is black and white pictures and shit when niggas was holding up the trophy from Super Bowl two, Joe Namath was the MVP, all this, all this Broadway Joe shit. Oh, you the only nigga who seen Broadway Joe. We don't know what the fuck Broadway Joe. played against it.
3: The-
4: you I played, played against them. You played against Broadway, Joe? Yeah, my first professional game, league game, uh, we played – the the Buffalo Bills played the Jets, Jets coming off being Super Bowl champs. That was the third Super Bowl, incidentally. But uh, the Jets was coming off of being uh, the champions, and we played them the opening day of the season in Buffalo. I couldn't believe when I saw Joe throw the ball because he was throwing curveballs and stuff. I couldn't believe it. I thought this guy was unbelievable at the time. Now, uh, you know, his career was his The top of his career was kind of short because, you know, I mean, he ended up throwing way more interceptions and touchdowns in his career. And he, he kind of started moving around in the end. Uh, but we played them, and they they were tough. They were, they were a good football team. They, were, they had a small defense that was quick as hell. Uh, I always would rather play against a big defense, big guys, because they were easy to juke, you know. <laughs> uh, small guys, they were on you all the time, and uh, they had that type of uh, defense. They were smaller guys who were quick as hell, and they pursued like you couldn't believe.
2: See, that's what I'm saying. I'm
4: glad you... I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was going to say, I'm glad you went on and straightened out what you said because when you first started off with that Ken Dorsey you think was a scapegoat, I was going to tell you, you don't know shit because uh, Ken Dorsey... Yeah, you know the problem. <laughs> My bad, baby. My, My bad. Baby, you went right.
2: My you bad. You went right oh, after, that. Wow. My bad. after that. Oh, God.
4: Wow. you went right. My bad. All I was saying is <laughs> right. that, look. look you that. went right. Everything you said after I, that, I, I, you were changed, right on. Yeah, I changed Debo it up. Debo didn't get fired. Debo didn't get fired. He went to coach the Giants. OK, got you. OK, got to you. coach the Giants. OK. But uh, this year is weird because there, uh, a number of their, their, their defensive coach, uh, the brother. Uh, geez, why can't I think his name? Uh, he took a year off. So he's not there coaching them. And then they had Ken Dorsey, who I, for two years now, have been kind of dogging him, probably dogging him too much. But I thought he was the problem with the offense. Well, it sounds like
2: uh, the, boy, the boy, however you pronounce it, should have stayed with the Bills because the Giants ain't shit either. But I'm glad yeah. we got you right up here with here. your knowledge to tell us about... When the Jets won, because you said you played in Super Bowl three. I wasn't alive. I can tell you about WrestleMania three. I can't tell you about Super Bowl three. So we appreciate your knowledge because us as New Yorkers don't know shit about the Knicks winning the championship, nor the Jets. Now I got to give the Giants, the Yankees, even the Mets their credit. And no disrespect, but Buffalo is near Canada, so we don't really even count Buffalo as the city. It's the state, definitely. But we are.
4: It's the only New York team.
2: Come on, man. It's the only team that plays in New York. Listen, but I'll tell you, that's a great point. I like that because for those that don't know uh, the The United States, the Giants and the Jets, they actually play in New Jersey. But the part of New Jersey they play in is 15 minutes from New York City. So you average either 15 minutes or the eight hours Mm -hmm. to Buffalo.
4: Come on, man. Ain't no eight hours. How long (laughs) is the ride? It's an eight-hour drive, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like seven. Yeah, that's true. Niagara Falls Y'all driving Miss Daisy. Come on, man. Canada across the street from Buffalo. (laughs) Hey, yo, Nick, you consider
2: Buffalo, New York? Look at that shit. He don't even consider it. Nope. Nope. But but you're right. Technically, if you're going uh, geographically, it is the only team... In New York City. That's the shit niggas in Buffalo run with. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Griselda, though. them my niggas though. Shout I'm done though, Murder. I'm sorry if you have something to say
1: about Oh no, I ain't got nothing to say about the Bills. I wish they I wish they start um winning.
3: They started today,
4: man. started today. We won a game that that Cam and I didn't expect him to win. I'm honest. Yeah, I
2: didn't yeah. Him to win. listen. Yesterday when when we talked about it, I yeah. I definitely picked the Jets to win this game. I was absolutely yeah. wrong. It looked like they had a bunch of. I watched a lot of this game. It, it looked like they had new energy. It looked like uh, I don't know yeah. what was bringing the team down or why their morale was down, but they had a lot of energy. I'm talking about like even if it was a touchdown, Josh Allen was running all the way to the end zone to giving niggas high fives and all type of shit. Yeah.
0: The Dolphins beat think. the Raiders twenty to thirteen. So OJ, first, what is your stance on the Dolphins right now?
4: The Dolphins are still tough. They it, they still haven't beaten a winning team. Every team mm. they've beaten this year has a losing record. Uh, um, they're just so dynamic offensively. It's it's kind of unbelievable. But it's it's I mean it's kind of b- baffling why they can't beat the good teams. Um, uh, uh, the day's game was interesting because the, the Raiders gave him a hell of a game. Ever since the Raiders fired their coach, talking about firing coaches, ever since they fired uh, Josh Joshua uh, uh, whatever, or ever yeah. since they fire, fired, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 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 ever since they fired him and they put the brother Pierce, who used to be a Giant, and that team has been playing. You know, they won the first two games, they lost this game, but. I don't think anybody expected them to play them as well. I think they were like 13 and a half point underdogs and they literally could have won the game. I mean, it was right there at the end of the game. So uh I still think the Dolphins are um are scary. I mean, you you saw Tariq Hill today, he was unbelievable, right? I still think they're they're scary, but I I'm a little I'm a little curious about why they can't beat the better winning teams. And they got a few that they got to play before the season is over.
1: Well, um, one of the things is right now is the injury to A-Chain because when he's playing well, the team always wins. Every time they've had a a real successful game is when A-Chain is running well. Even though he's not the supreme running back or the person that everybody focuses on, he's the one that opened up the field for everybody else to me.
4: Well, he—he he is. People focus on him. He played today, you know. He—he um, he, he played today. They rotated all their running backs today. Most start. I um, uh, can't think of the third guy's name, but uh, third guy scored actually. But H. A. played today, but he's just—they're just trying to play him back into playing shape. That guy was averaging almost ten yards a carry. That guy is—he's like—he's—he's yeah. he, he's like Tariq Hill. He is scary. You know, this guy, that guy is something else. He's really special. And I think you'll see more of him uh, the, the rest of the season. And, you know, I think because of him, they may finally be able to be the winning team. <laughs> yeah,
1: because if he, if he <laughs> rushed one time for one yard, that's not going to do it.
4: Yeah, uh, no, I don't. But he, that guy's got game. And, you know, the the as I said, the data, the Raiders, are, the Raiders, are kind of fired up. That kid Pierce, the coach, has got them playing playing great ball. Uh, getting back to the Jets briefly, uh, you know they gave Joe <laughs> name at the MVP of that Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. What won that game was their defense. Joe made the prediction they'd win, and I think that's why he actually got the MVP. Maybe it, you know, put confidence in the team. But that defense played against the best offense in football in Baltimore. And they held them to like six points. So somebody on that defense really should have gotten the MVP of that game.
2: What i will say is this, oh, is that um, it's like, how should I put it? It's like you, you're definitely giving the Dolphins their credit, but you're saying they didn't beat any winning teams. It's like <laughs> you want to shit on the Dolphins, but just don't want to say that they're good. <laughs> because they're ahead of the Bills. Oh, yeah. They're beating you guys in the division. That's exactly what it is. You always do this with the Bills and the Dolphins. You get scared. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm having nightmares. Oh scary my God, I don't team. know what to do. They're so scary. I don't know what to do. You're so scared of the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, you did. But you always find a way to be like, I'm not going to talk shit about the Dolphins. But I'm gonna talk shit about the Dolphins. But just in case <laughs> they could beat us, I'm not gonna say I talk shit about the Dolphins. Are the Dolphins good? Or are they better? How about this? Are they better than the Bulls, Bills right now? Who would you rather pick right now to win the division? It's about six, seven games left. Who well, do you it's think is gonna win bad. the division? They're gonna play each other again.
4: The Dolphins again. <laughs> will probably win. They're ahead. They're a couple of games ahead of the Bills in the division. seven and three.
2: And the bills, the bills are six and yeah. five. So you're saying that the dolphins are okay. going to win the division. That's who you're
4: picking. I think the bills are going to overtake them because the dolphins got to play the bills again, and they got to play some other winning teams. Oh, so who's going to win the, the bills- division? Oh, the bills or the dolphins?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I hope the bills, oh, but I think was- the dolphins. See this. Is- <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yo, that's, did exactly you what get
2: jet
4: you know, that's what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, oh, the what every time. What was uh, that? Uh, I got jet lag. I was looking at them. <laughs> yet, <too. laughs> I got jet lag. Looking at them. <laughs> yeah.
0: It just—it just happens. Okay, moving along. And thanks for the concrete answer, so we can look back at that later. The 49ers beat the Bucks 27 to 14. They only have three Go losses. Niners! He go. Go, this oh
4: boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> three losses the season so far. So <laughs> I now. see you're very ecstatic about that. How do you feel about that game?
4: <laughs> well, I told you last week, you tried to dog me. Uh, right now, today, the best team in football today is the 49ers. They're healthy. No, you, you we can't go. With How many that. guys went down for injury? All kind of guys were going down to injury today. Uh, for this time of the season, you know, the 11th week or whatever, the the 49ers are in the best shape that they've been in all year. All their defensive players are there and healthy. All their offensive players are there and healthy. And you see what they do when they when they got all the guys together. And, and Purdy today was just what he is. You know, he's basically a game manager. But when you got the skilled players that he has that can get open, he get him the ball. He gets the ball to him. That's the problem with Zach Wilson. He doesn't do that. But he gets the ball to him, and Zach is not throwing shots at the chest, yo, Oh, yo, you, you wild, wild boy, boy man. Yo. Oh,
3: I
1: got two <laughs> things I want to share with you. How are they such a great team right now, and some so much better than everybody else when they got the same record as the Cowboys? That's number one. And number two, when you look at this team. You keep saying he's a game manager, but his numbers today is looking like he's more than a game manager.
4: Well, he gets the ball to the, he, you know, it's almost like Bob Greasy and, uh, and Bart Starr. Average, to be honest, basically average guy is surrounded by Hall of Famers and they got the ball to the right people. They didn't make mistakes. I mean, if you look at their stats, you wonder why they're in the Hall of Fame. But they won. They won championships, and that's why, not basically because of their statistics. They had great Hall of Fame players around them. They got the ball to them. That's what Purdy does. Purdy gets the ball to the guys. I think when they lost those three games, obviously they had some injuries there. Left tackle was out. He maybe the best left tackle in football. Uh, Debo uh, was out. Uh, you know, they had some key guys not playing, They got all of those guys back now. They lost three games in a row, I believe, when all of those guys were out and they were relying on Purdy. It's like the game plan was on Purdy, we need you to throw for 350, 400 yards. Well, now that all those guys back, he don't need to do it, but he does it because he's got all those guys to throw to and they make plays, they all make plays. Debo may not have a lot of stats, but trust me, every team that's preparing to play the 49ers, they got to worry about Debo because he can do so much. He runs the ball, he catches the ball. And when he catches the ball, you know, normally it's he's pretty hard to tackle. The first or second guy can't tackle him. So he's got all his weapons and he's doing the job. I'm a Purdy fan now. I'm a, a big Purdy fan. And I had him. I actually drafted him in fantasy and I was – Kind of stupid. I dropped him a couple (laughs) He's definitely going to bring up his fantasy team. I think he
2: found a way that he was regular team. You might be from Harlem. (laughs) Your spin
1: game is crazy. Yo, oh, this is what I would say. As a new expert of football, right? And killer vouchers for me on this. As a new expert of football, how can you say he's a game manager when out of all of the great quarterbacks that's been in 49 of history, He's the first quarterback ever at forty nine in history to have a perfect passing rating
4: in twenty attempts. Uh, well, I that's something I didn't know. I knew today I knew he had like a perfect passing a rating, but I didn't know that uh, that you know that Montana or those guys didn't have it. I just know this Montana and those guys they were surrounded by great players too, and they got the job done. The thing about Montana. He did it in college at Notre Dame. He did it in the pro. Man, when they needed big plays, that guy always made big plays. When I say a game manager, I'm saying this guy throws to the right guys. He doesn't throw the ball away. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's solid. I mean, he's solid. It's not a bad thing. As I told you, I think Bob Greasy was a game manager. I thought Bart Starr was a game manager. They're both in the the, uh, Hall of Fame. Joe, when he was winning, he wasn't a game manager. He made things happen. You look at uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, Phil Philip uh, Mahomes. Certainly Mahomes is not a game manager. He made things happen. And I'm gonna tell you, I wish, I truly wish Josh Allen was a little more of a game manager, and made you know did his special stuff when he did it. The problem was they were trying to make him Mr. Everything, this Ken Dorsey. And uh, I think that's where the problems were for them. So when I say game manager, I'm not making it a negative. Uh, It's a good thing. Uh, But uh, those three weeks when he didn't have those other guys and it was mostly on his shoulders, they lost three games in a row.
1: Well, you see that DJ drama? Mace knew things OJ didn't even know. But well, back to you, killer. <laughs> <laughs> to
3: don't, don't think I'm a joke face. Don't think I ain't but don't
2: take it. Yeah, them. I'm on. <laughs> tell, him, tell him to his yeah, face. Drop.
1: I just want you to know, as a new expert, I actually know things the Hall of Famers don't know. But who am I? You know.
4: <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna make it an old thing.
3: Thought <laughs> <Pretty> like that. <laughs> He he like, that. That, 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 that is
4: <laughs> interesting because you would think of uh, 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 Montana, uh, the left-handed guy that came after him, you would have thought one of those guys had a perfect rating. Like, it know. seemed to me I saw Montana make 25 out of 28, th- you know, completions in a game, but I obviously didn't.
1: That's why they got me here, oh. That's why you're there.
3: Okay. That's why yeah. they got me here, yeah. y'all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for telling me that. That's something you know, I should know. It's my team, the 49ers, and the things about them I don't know. Well, look, <laughs> what I was going to say
2: is this to me it's more about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay started off really good, man. And I thought that they was going to uh, have a better season than this. The way they started, when I thought, I was like, maybe this is a good fit for Baker Mayfield. And now they just seem to be fucking shit up. But uh I thought that Tampa Bay be doing better. And I have to I really do have to agree with OJ though. As far as the 49ers where everybody's playing, they're they 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 fucking they look incredible. Um Debo had he rushed for minus, he had a negative one yard today negative. He didn't even, he didn't even have one yard. Whoever took under on Debo, whatever the fuck the number was, is came to fuck up. So I just think that whenever he's, Brock Purdy's very comfortable when everybody's there, you know what I'm saying? So I have to, I really do agree with you on that, OJ. As far as them being the best team in football, you out your damn mom, nigga. Look, I know you're a 49ers <laughs> fan and all that shit. Oh, but you wildin' right now, man. Every week when they get a little two, three game winning
4: streak. Now they the best team in football game. Yeah, Yeah, here day we go again. Beers, huh? Listen, man. I'm two weeks on this. I've said this for two weeks now. And uh I don't know who's in who's in who would you say? They're not even the Ohio. best team in the
2: NFC, man. The Eagles are. Secondly, well, secondly, they, they don't even see. have the
4: second-best record in the, in the NFC. the we'll sure? still see tomorrow night. Well, I mean, eight? tonight, as we say, we will see, with Kansas City playing Philly, well, I mean, we'll kind of see who, who's the best team, at least. But uh, even if they you, lose, they come? still
2: have a better record than the Niners, even if they do lose tonight.
4: It's, they're still going to have a better well, record. And I'm not saying that momentum doesn't count. not always win the Super Bowl. It's You're who absolutely gets hot right. in the playoffs that win the Super Bowl. You absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. It's who goes into the playoffs healthy and who gets hot. Those are the teams that win the Super Bowl. Wild card teams have won the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it, it happens. Absolutely, you know. That's that's May, the- that's just, that's
2: Mace's new favorite word. And if you didn't know, wild card. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday shows he went wild card crazy. <laughs> Everything was a wild card yesterday with Mace. So that's his new favorite word there that the playoffs are approaching. Wild card. But I'll say this real quick before my last thing on this particular topic is this. Oh. You're yeah, right. Teams that make the playoffs that have the best record don't necessarily make the playoffs. But don't hit another skin because Seattle is only one game behind y'all. Y'all don't even have that big of a lead in the division. So so, so don't start feeling yourself. Just calm down. Calm down. O, o, no, o, I'm o, relax. feeling myself. When my team is healthy like they are now, relax. they're going
4: to beat up everybody. Relax. They're going to
2: beat yeah. up everybody. Chill. <laughs> y'all, are one, y'all only one game ahead of the Seahawks, baby.
0: I can't not, even be mad at you, OJ, because at least you're consistent because if he was talking about he was a Lions fan or an Eagles fan, we would be looking at him some type of way. So at least you stick sticking heard, with your team. Heard. He's not consistent. This nigga switched from his <laughs> team <laughs> to his
2: fantasy team. Who's saying
0: this right He's
2: now? Who's saying this right, playing this right now? like the 85, Yeah, he was a Cowboy fan week too. I ain't gonna hold
4: you. I've never been a Cowboy fan. You said that. playing like the 85, Let me tell you about the Cowboys fan yeah, where I watched the game and you you've been there uh you, you know a couple of people wear all that Cowboys stuff well one friend's daughter who plays a bunch of fantasy she's not in my league but she's in these other leagues she had all her Cowboy outfit on when the Cowboys won the day in the fourth quarter she's predicted that the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl they're going to the Super Bowl but you know I saw Stephen A one day say that's why he hate the fans they get loud and if they want a game during the season all of a sudden they're going to the Super Bowl and I couldn't believe it I looked at it and said are you kidding me they got to get through a playoff game which they've proven over the last 15 years or so that they can't get by a playoff game so they're good during the season, but who knows about what's going to happen to them in the playoffs.
2: Hey, speaking of, and that's a great point. Speaking of, cause they, their fans are wild. Speaking of Stephen A. Smith this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, check out Mason, myself on his podcast. Um, I want to say the wrong name. Well, we'll announce it again, but big shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Um, this Wednesday will be on this podcast. Oh. And, and yeah, Cowboy fans yeah. are obnoxious. And, and, <laughs> Nick fans, too, they're very delusional.
1: And they got the same record as the 49ers, though.
4: Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Mace, can I ask a question? Yeah. Has Cam mentioned anything about Ohio today?
1: Oh, no, he definitely. Thank you for bringing no, that up. That's so it. funny you brought yeah. that up, yeah. <laughs> OJ. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, I was There's wondering the, you know, the same <laughs> thing. Did you... He didn't even mention the Ohio players today. <laughs>
2: We, we gonna talk about it. Well, we gonna get to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. No Ohio State. Uh, I thought State. we had something going on. Yo, I thought we the Blues Brothers. Yo. <laughs> 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 I thought we. It's all good. It's all good. It's no not Ohio a State. No.
1: No <laughs> oh, well, We can talk about no. Ohio
2: State, nigga. Yeah. So you want to talk about Ohio State? We can talk about Ohio
1: State. I was I was hoping you bring <laughs> up something. Well, well, well
2: if you want to talk about Ohio State, what you yeah, want to talk about? Yeah,
1: get you back in the conversation. <laughs> it's with not Ohio. a problem
2: if you want to. I uh, have no problem. <laughs> Those topics are coming up, nice. so yeah. that's, that's why I didn't okay. say nothing yet. But okay, oh let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's oh, do the it. old game. It. <laughs> oh, it nice it's enough. all good. Let's do it. Okay.
0: Yeah. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. This afternoon, the Bucks will play the wizards. So switching to basketball real quick. Underdog Fantasy has Giannis at 29 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower? Mace.
1: Um, let me see. Giannis. Twenty nine point five. I'm I'm gonna go higher. They can't. Nobody on on the wizard gonna be able to stop Giannis. He's de- and he's on a streak right now. He's playing like he want to play.
2: I agree. I, I'm gonna go higher for Giannis.
0: Okay. Damian Lillard is at three and a half three pointers made. Do you have him higher or lower? Can't.
2: Excuse me. I'm sorry.
1: Um, I'm gonna go lower. Okay. Um, three point three. three-pointers made, I'm going to go higher. I just think Damon Lillard is going to shoot a whole bunch of threes, especially against the Wizards. So, and if he shoots 10 of them, he's bound to make about four.
0: Okay. And Jordan Poole is at 15 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower? Mm.
1: This is a tricky one because he might try to get his name back because it's Milwaukee. He's from Milwaukee. So, I'm thinking... I want to say lower pause, but I'm going to do OJ. I'm going to go higher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do an OJ. I'm, I'm going to do OJ is absolutely out of control. Pause. And that's too late. Pause. You did not. You did, did not. It. You did not. I'm going to do OJ is crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> crazy. I said, I'm going to do an OJ. Well, was oh. a random
2: OJ's out here that you going to do? <laughs> I, I'm going to say this because Damian Lillard um, shared the story with us when he was up here and he was saying how uh, he said he's cool with Jordan Poole, but it was like he don't really fuck with Jordan Poole. He told Draymond Green he don't like Jordan Poole, and I'm pretty sure just that convo, I'm not saying he watched the show or seen the episode with Damian Lillard and Jordan, but I'm pretty sure Jordan Poole is aware of the tension Yeah, he got that's going the memo. on. I mean, if without the memo, I'm pretty sure that just the, yeah. on the court they know what's right. up. It's like, it's like when you uh, if we play somebody we don't fuck with, and you just
1: you know we, at yeah.
2: When we play boys and girls, and we see Courtney, <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> you know what's up. So I'm gonna say higher, and just because I think it's gonna be a competition with mm-hmm. him and um him and Damian Lillard, and the other day. I forget who they was playing, but something happened when he, who the fuck they was playing when he was like, yo, this is my team.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Somebody yeah, like, Nigga, I don't like know what tunnel. niggas talking about. Yeah. This is my team. Yeah. I think
2: this is the attitude that he's going to carry in to the game tonight. So I'm, that's the only reason I'm going to go higher. I think it's personal tonight against Damian Lillard. And it may not be, but I think there's some tension there that outsiders don't know that's going on. Sure
0: point. All right. Make sure to download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. You're joined back with our football analyst, OJ. So, (laughs) You wanted to speak about Ohio, so here we are. Deshaun Watson is undergoing a season-ending injury, putting rookie quarterback DTR in, and Joe Burrow is out for the season because of a wrist injury. So first and foremost, OJ, how do you feel about these quarterback injuries? Well,
4: you know what I think about quarterback injuries because they always— uh, don't pay the running back because they say the running back gets hurt. Like, these guys up. these quarterbacks are getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, they're going down like, I don't know, like DC 10s used to go down. And they, they uh, Them boys uh, it, it, it it kills the team when they go down. When they go down, it's called the teams have got to pay these high salaries on the cap, 40, 50 million dollars. Uh, it hurts them. They can't really go out and get somebody really good to take uh their place. Uh if a running back goes down, well, what is it gonna cost the team? When Chubb went down, what did it talk? What did it cost Cleveland? Pennies. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> as far as football money goes, right? Let's say pennies. I mean, it, it cost them eight, nine million dollars, and they're bringing some guy in for two, three million dollars. So I think the quarterbacks, it's it's a sad situation that they're going down. Watching Cleveland is like watching an episode of MASH. Every time you watch them, somebody's getting carried off the field. MASH is crazy, MASH is wild. Yeah. So, so, um, Yo, stat, you, you know what MASH is? It's bad that this happened, but one thing I say, it should point out, you can't pay these guys $50 million if you – I pay him thirty million. Come on, what are they? They gonna live any differently, and it won't hurt your team. The 49ers were able to sign Hargrove. They were able to sign uh, 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 Chase Young because they're paying because they're paying uh, Purdy. I mean Purdy, they're playing Purdy nine hundred thousand. Well, that ain't gonna last long. Right. But I guarantee you, he ain't gonna jump from nine hundred thousand to fifty million. That is not going to happen. So even when they have to sign him after next year, maybe before next year, they give him some bonus money. Uh, he's not going to sign a contract that's going to make it difficult for them to go out and sign these, guys, these other great players around the league and keep their own players. Um, um, uh, Cleveland is in trouble. I mean, uh, how much money do they got on the cap now after they're paying this guy $50 million a year? Um, I'm happy for them. I ain't mad at them for getting the money, but uh, something's got to change. I mean, these quarterbacks are getting paid. It's it's, it's hurting hurting their teams in the long run because they're getting hurt just like the running backs are getting hurt, and uh, they're carrying that big salary cap, you know, that big number on their salary cap.
1: OJ, how much of the money do you think they should reallocate from the quarterback to the running back? Because you say you're not hating, but you're definitely hating OJ.
4: No, I I I like everybody getting what they can get. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that first. But whoever started with this forty to fifty million, on oh, over fifty million dollars to the quarterbacks, uh, they they didn't do the rest of the team uh, or the team in general, the rest of the players on the team any favors. Because once again, when you lose one of those guys, you can't really go out and get another really good uh, or trade for another really good guy you can't go out and get another quarterback that might be making 12 or 14 uh, million dollars. I mean, you basically can't afford to do it. Uh, and that hurts the team in the long run. Uh, look at, look at the giants. Come on guys. You saw today, they can't win unless Saquon is out there doing his thing. And they paid that other boy, what? 30 to $40 million. Jones, the quarterback. And they're paying him 10 million. Come on, give me a break. That's all wrong. So how it, do you, it,
1: so how do you explain that with um Russell Wilson? I mean,
4: winning four in a row. Well, I'm happy for Russell. Yeah, everybody's been dogging Russell, uh, but this coach and Russell are working well together. Um, um, I still don't think I don't know what Russell's getting. I think it's about fifty million, he? I don't think anybody on a football team when you got to pay 47 to 53 players. I don't think anybody should be taking that much of the salary cap. And I I don't know how any of those guys are going to live any differently, making 30 million or making 50 million. Uh, Look at the greatest winning quarterback of all time if you want to count Super Bowl. Look what Brady did. Brady never made that kind of money. Brady played after Super Bowl, after Super Bowl, and there were seven, eight, nine other quarterbacks in the league making more money than him because he wanted the team to have enough money to have other players around them, had the better players around them. Um, um, And that was his decision. You know, so, you know, that's one of the things I love about Brady. Brady was a guy that. Uh, He was making enough money and his wife was making more than him, (laughs) you know, so he was living the good life, still is, uh, but he didn't try to be the highest paid guy in the league. I mean, I remember thinking one year, I think he was, they showed salaries and he was like ninth or 10th in salaries and he had just won, you know, uh, two out of the last three Super Bowls. And I guess he went, went to win a couple of more Super Bowls. So I mean, that was a credit to him thinking about the team. I saw where <laughs> I saw where Rogers gave some money back. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. Rogers gave some of his money back to the team <laughs> this year, uh, so that they can go up and get some good players, and they need it. I mean, they need to be able to sign some better players.
3: Yeah. You
2: know, so that's a credit to him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I'll say is this I got a couple things because y'all not just gonna come in Ohio yeah. like that. What <laughs> I'll say is this, man. You got to blame Jimmy. He's the one who set this shit off with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, he, he did. He, he's he did. the one who gave the nigga, Deshaun Watson, 230
3: mm-hmm.
2: guaranteed. You know, but Scotty was pissed. The nigga who owns the, um, the Ravens, because he know that was going to set the standard when Lamar Jackson was trying to renegotiate. Mm-hmm. So you can't even get mad at nobody but the Cleveland Browns owner for starting to set this standard. So I'll say that. As far as my man Joe Burrow, I'm so sorry. Y'all niggas knew what time it was about to be. So that's why you wanted to come in Ohio. So I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I know you was a little, I knew you see what was about to happen with Joe Burrow. I I, love Joe girl. I I I I understand. I understand. You know. I know. I know. I know. Behind his hands, for real. But but what I'll say is, this to to still rep my state outside of New York. That is. C.J. Stroud, baby. <laughs> you know, we killed today, baby. <laughs> Texas, <laughs> 336 pardon yes. the interception. Me and C.J. Yes. Ohio State, baby, Buckeyes, my nigga. Yes. We went crazy today, man. So you, we still in it. <laughs> we are still in it. Secondly, back to this, Oh, and you've been saying this since the beginning as far as the quarterbacks and the running backs and a lot of positions that's not getting paid like the quarterback. I'll say this before I go. You got to stop pocket watching oh does yeah. that lead to pillow talking? And then you're going to be ear hustling. You cannot do, you try to stop pocket watching, my nigga. Stop yeah. it, man. Pocket watching leads to ear hustling and pillow talking. Stop, bro. Stop watching everybody pockets. If you can not negotiate with you, when you can't get mad at these niggas negotiating yeah. this, you've been pocket watching all season, man. Stop. Oh, stop. Yeah,
3: the
2: ear hustling, then you're going to be pillow talking. That's next. Yeah. <laughs> You got to stop, man. You got to stop, yo, man. Stop oh, it, bro. Oh, you're oh, too I'm old talking, to be. <laughs> <I can't watch. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, what's another 30 million going to do? <laughs> oh, a lot? Yeah. Tom Brady got a good life. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, oh, I want an extra 30. If I can get an extra 30, give me an extra 30, stop, yeah. stop,
4: man. You know, I oh. Stop. Stop.
3: I'll tell you, tell you, you too what.
4: Well, <laughs> 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 I, I'm going to tell you, the highest-paid guys the, on their team, well, I got to say, Lamar' team is doing well. Yeah. Your team, yeah. Cleveland, is trying to do well. Give but they're going to play just as well. They seem to be playing just as well without him as they're playing with him. All right, man. Oh, stop this pocket
2: watching, man. <laughs>
3: Remember the
2: slogan, man. Pocket watching lead to air hustling. Then you gonna be pillow talking. Nobody like niggas who be pillow talking. Oh. <laughs> you,
3: you gotta stop the <laughs>
0: okay, well, Cam mentioned yeah. c j Stroud, so we're going to talk about the Texans. Texans oh. continue their winning streak defeating the cardinals twenty one to sixteen. Are the Cardinals a lost cause, oh. and how do you feel about the texans o j first
4: another team with a quarterback is making a fortune. At all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, oh, and, uh, they goodness, I you know. couldn't even
4: keep that up. Oh, Josh Strong or whatever oh, his name man. was. How oh, much did he make? You know, <laughs> I don't know about forty something million. He signed 40 that. Forty some million. <laughs> million. So I don't yeah. know about forty something million. Don't get me wrong. I ain't mad at him. I'm just mad at the system, the co- owners, and stuff. Look, when I played, I was by far the highest-paid player in the league. Nothing. These guys are making three times more in a game than I was making for the season. It's, it's unbelievable. So, I mean, I think anybody can get the money. Get what you can get. But I'm just saying, in general, for the game of football, the team would be better off. You can get better players. If you just brought that salary down Oh. the on them, but oh, anyway, you're let's saying, talk about it. He's
1: saying <laughs> get That's all you can get. But don't get too
4: much. I'm just saying, man. That it makes sense to me. <laughs>
3: I'm saying, get all you can get, but not too, too much. much. <laughs> Yo,
4: yeah. that's a good uh-huh. one. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh the my Road, road is gonna be. Well, he's already everybody's picked for rookie of the year. The guy is yeah. easily rookie of the year. And you can't really take him out of the MVP um, uh, conversation. Uh, to me, every week, he's kind of working himself into the Excuse MVP uh, conversation. And they got a great coach. Coach, to me, is going to be coach of the year. I, I see them, uh, if they got six or more games, they're going to win at least half of them. Uh, they may even win their division. And I'm pretty sure they're going to get in the playoffs. But he's coaching the hell out of that team. And uh, um, Houston, hey, man, Houston was, I think, picked to win one, maybe two games coming into the season. And now they're about to win their division. And that's a hell of a coaching job. Another brother, you know, we got the guy with the Raiders, got them playing better. And we got this guy here at Houston doing one well of a job.
0: It is rumored the Jets are expected to make another attempt at a trade for De- Devontae Adams this offseason. Is that a good idea? I know you just said that the Raiders were doing better, but if they trade him off, what do you see happening?
4: Well, I, I, I don't blame him. You know, to try to get him back with Rodgers. Uh, assuming Rodgers is going to be able to play. Um, uh, obviously, to hook the two of them back up with Garrett Wilson, you know, as a number two receiver, I guess it would be if uh, Adams went there, um, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, but you know, can they do it? Uh, I don't think they got a lot of high price play- players. They're certainly not playing paying Saquon <laughs> the way they should be paying him. Because uh, I think uh, back to Sa- uh, Saquon Saquon be on this show about nine hundred times this yeah, season, because man. Because oh, <laughs> shout out to Saquon, and yeah, all the running the backs. We saw him today. Oh, man. Saquon has been my favorite running back for the last five years. Well, ever since they played UCLA, Penn State played uh, USC, rather, in the in the Rose Bowl, I saw this guy run. SC beat him like 51 to 49 or something. Uh, and I saw this guy running the ball. And I said, with some great USC players on, on, on the field, have gone on to become all pros and stuff. I said, that guy is by far the best player on the field. That Saquon. I mean, I love watching him play. But anyway, the Jets, um, they need a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, if if, if uh, I would say this even if they were close to going in the playoffs, which I don't see happening, Rodgers should not walk out on that field. Everybody said Rodgers may come back if they got a chance for the playoffs. Rodgers better stay off that field. Because uh, I think it's Woody or one of those guys do that thing on the show where they hammer helmets and say, you need protection. Uh, Whoever plays quarterback for that team needs protection, and and they're not getting it right now. And a 40-year-old guy trying to come back from an Achilles heel should be nowhere around the playing field of the Jets at this point.
2: Off the topic real quick, um, unless you have something to say about this. Oh, no, I'll say it after you. I was going to jump into something football related, but not this. And y'all have something to say about
1: okay. this? Okay, yeah, I was just going to say a small a small point to what's going on about the Jets with Aaron Rodgers being hurt. It probably would make more sense to go after another quarterback. But if they're going to trade for Adams, um, I don't, I I just don't think that would make the best sense.
2: Well, it ain't gonna happen this season because the yeah. trade deadline is over. So they're trying to say they're gonna make a push for it in the in the offseason. Yeah. But but what I was gonna ask is this is in and your opinion too, um, Mason, What do you guys think about um the Browns um possibly putting Joe Flacco on the practice team and giving them a workout and not Colin Kaepernick and Flacco is two or three years older than Kaepernick.
4: Mm. Well, the whole Kaepernick thing has all kind of ramifications. Are they talking about Kaepernick? I wasn't aware. That no, they no,
2: no, about. no. I, they're talking about Flacco, the Browns, yeah. bringing him in. But I was just wondering your opinion. It's nothing about Kaepernick going anywhere. I was just wondering you guys' opinion on that situation, being that Flacco is two or three years older than Kaepernick, and Kaepernick doesn't even get a... Sh- you what? Know, well, we all know the situation with Kaepernick, yeah. but yeah. we don't even know the last time Flacco was playing. Maybe it's been two or three years since he's played. I could be wrong, but I just wanted to know you guys' opinion about that.
4: Yeah, well, I don't think Flacco would be uh, much help. Uh, I don't think um, Kaepernick, having been out of the game this long, he certainly wouldn't be much help right now. It's going to take him a while to get back in the football. I don't mean physical shape, just, you know, the timing of throwing passes. And what type of quarterback was uh, Kaepernick? This might not be the team for him. Kaepernick, if he was backing, backing up Lamar, for instance, that would be the type of team that Kaepernick would be be good on. Uh, um, this team, well, they're a running team, so oh, that's uh,
2: but, but the thing about it is, yeah. so you think Kaepernick's not closer to to Deshaun Watson than Joe Flacco.
4: Yeah, that's a Denver. good point. Well, Deshaun w- Watson, I, I said Lamar. I think I said.
2: No, what but, we're uh, saying is uh, he's going to the Browns, or the Flacco's well, going to the
4: practice squad. Yeah, of the I Browns. know, but it's just like, I think they're just looking for somebody. I don't want to use this word again, but they're looking for somebody. They better that not can be Saquon, man. As long as word by Saquon. To manage the offense, I think they they believe that uh, uh, Flacco is a guy that could better manage the offense, uh, like we say, be a game manager, so to speak. I don't think so. I mean, I I don't I don't see that. I would like to see him go after uh, Cam Newton or uh, one of those guys. That's right, a great. I like uh, Cam Newton as well. Yeah, I'd like to see him go after somebody like that, but um, I see. Um, RG three is trying to throw his hat in the ring, you know, quietly <laughs> trying to RG three, I
1: thought he retired. I
2: mean,
4: he they did. made him well, retire. Both those guys are out of the game. Uh, uh, the guys we're talking about are all out of the game. But uh, he kind of on TV there. He was kind of throwing his hat in the ring, Every saying, "Well, they yeah. went after so and, so and so and so and so. If they come after me, blah. blah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> and, I don't know, know if you if you guys pay attention, like, but."
2: Like, even when he's announcing, not just since Deshaun Watson gets hurt, when he's, like, doing his games, commentating before the games start, he's doing, like, 40-yard dashes in suits and shit, like, sprinting and shit. Like, niggas be like, yo, oh, yo, yo, chill, my nigga. you like, one of them shit's, like, racing niggas who's practicing in his suit, and I'm like, yo, that nigga want to get back in the league bad because there's no reason for him to even be doing that. So I didn't know he was throwing his name in a hat, but I have seen him Free gaming with other players, or even by himself as an analyst, just doing forty-yard dashes randomly, hoping that the camera sees
4: him. Yeah, he's just got—he's kind of doing it in a way that it's a throwaway, you know. Right. Yeah. Even if they yeah. came after so and so, would say just even if it's what I would say if, if they come after me, it's, you know. Right. I'm saying this guy is—is is, he's just—he's just, he's just <laughs> trying to. Oh, <laughs> we call him. Like right? Oh, we call right. like that. <laughs> He's, he's not. He hasn't been out of the league, what, two years maybe? And he's he says he's in shape. Uh, I have well, no doubt if totally they called sure. him, yeah. he would leave the booth and go, go to Cleveland. I have on a shred of doubt if they called him, he would. I, I'm not saying I think he's the best choice, but I'm just saying this. If they made a call to him, um, he'd be leaving notes uh, for all the guys at uh, ESPN because he'd be gone.
0: So Russell Westbrook made the decision to come off the bench for the Clippers this season. Thoughts on his decision?
1: (laughs) Well, let me go first. I said this, I said this previously, that Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, though it's a great move for the team, is actually could be one of those career shortening decisions. That because you chose to come off the bench, and now the team doesn't win on the level it should, then it, it took years away from you because people start looking at you as a person coming off the bench versus a, a player that's been playing on a team that's winning. But they was actually winning before they changed their roster up
3: for um, James Harden. Makayla, what you would say to that? Um, I, I I I agree with you. What I say is this is that they
2: actually, you know, they had a great team before Harden got there. Uh, Russell Wilson, pardon Russell Wilson, R- Russell Westbrook took it upon himself to say, I'm going to come off the bench because we're on a five-game losing streak with the James Harden here and this thing isn't working. So he took it upon himself to come off the bench. They won. So now they may think that that's the formula. I'll say it's the Houston Rockets, even though the Houston Rockets are kind of balling this year. Um, I still wouldn't put them at the top of the Western Conference or even the elite teams in the Eastern Conference. I think this is a Ty Lue situation. I think that w- Russell Westbrook said, Ty Lue isn't doing anything about it, so I'm going to do something about it. Not saying Ty Lue isn't a great coach.
3: Yeah,
2: I, Like I said before, I think that Ty Lue, and I could be totally wrong, because what Ty Lue said was when they said, I think they was on a three-game losing streak at the time. They asked somebody, asked them, but when you, how long are you gonna see till this thing works? And Ty Lu said it's gonna take at least ten games. Then they lost five games, and niggas is like, "Yo, ten game, we going to ten game losing streak." Yeah, it's crazy. But to me, Ty Lue is saying, "This is who y'all wanted, so give me ten games to see if this thing works out." And I could be totally wrong. This is all speculation, mm-hmm. but this is a Ty Lue issue. I think me and myself, me myself and Jamal Crawford, think that James Harden should come off the bench. Uh, It'll be a better situation, in my opinion, than Chris Paul coming off the bench in Golden State. You got a guy who still can play at an elite level. He can lead the second unit. He can still get his 20 points. He actually led the team, the NBA, in assists last year. He could pass the fuck out the ball, even though he's passing the Joel Embiid. But I think that Mace is right. If you look at Russell Wilson, or I keep saying Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, As a bench player now, that's what he'll be for the rest of his career. And he's not necessarily a bench player just yet. It didn't work out with the Lakers. I don't know if it's going to work out with the Clippers. But instead of Russell Westbrook making this decision, I think Ty Lue should.
1: Yeah. And Ty Lue was probably trying to take a page out of Phil Jackson's um, book when when there was this whole big fight between Kobe and Shaq. And he said, I'm not going to say who's the leader. I'm going to let them figure it out. So I think he's trying to do one of those. Hopefully it didn't backfire.
2: I don't know who's the leader on that team.
1: That's what I'm saying. It could be four leaders. Like, who's (laughs) who's
2: the leader? Kawhi don't really talk.
1: Yeah, you got four potential Hall of Famers on there.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Kawhi doesn't talk. It could be the GOAT, Paul George, or it could be Russell Westbrook, because I know one thing, if you get in there, James Harden brand new and niggas start telling niggas what to do. Yo, my man.
4: (laughs) Yo, my man, please.
2: Yo, oh, have you been keeping up with this? What do you think about this?
4: Well, I got to tell you, I give some credit to Westbrook. I thought that was a big time move on his part. And I thought him coming off the bench, bringing that energy that he has uh, coming off the bench. uh, I think him coming off the bench, he still may pick play uh, play more minutes than the boy in front of him. Uh, but I do know that Harden, uh, you know, Harden is, he can throw those uh, assists. He did a great job, you know, as a guy kind of bringing the ball down, the course, um, with his assists uh, on his other team. Uh, so this way, uh, Harden could be the starter. I guess that's where they want to play him. And, uh, and you know, his ego is to some degree... Uh, fulfilled uh, unless West comes off the bench. And that's who I'm assuming he's coming off the bench for uh, West, be, He'd be, he be bringing some energy off the bench, man. I, I thought, I, I was proud of him when I heard it. I said, for him to say that, that may be good for them. All those guys on the floor together may not be the best, best thing for that team. So I, I was, my son's a basketball player, you know, uh, and we all think that West did a good thing. what That might be the answer. Well we'll see in the next couple of weeks, but that could be the answer, because it wasn't working the other way.
2: What I'll say is this, "Oh." You sound like Mace with football. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta brush up on your basketball. Oh, yeah. you, sound, you sound exactly like Mace when he's trying to talk like football week three. <laughs> <laughs> Mace
0: like I'm I'm, I'm watch,
2: I'm watch all the games. Nah, I'm just fucking with you all.
0: Okay. And last yeah. thing before we end the show. Skip Bayless claims he was Athlete of the Year in eighth grade, earned MVP at basketball camp, and then went on to lead his AAU team in <laughs> scoring. So, thoughts <laughs> of him sharing this information with the world?
1: At what grade? Eighth grade. Oh, my goodness. So, he was the top scorer in eighth grade.
0: Athlete of the Year. Athlete of the Year. AAU. Hey, MVP basketball camp.
1: MVP of the basketball camp.
2: Yo. <laughs> Yo, Skip
1: Yo, gotta Skip. let it go, man. Skip, you be reaching so much Yo, for Skip. real, bro. You gotta be found out by now, Skip.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: for real. That's a good one. That's a good. For real, man. <laughs> Yo, know, Skip. Oh, what I will say is this, man. This is the reason why you and Jalen Rose got into the beef that y'all got into. Yeah. Because you keep acting like you was the superstar athlete, and it all ended in eighth grade. <laughs> like, yeah. like the nigga, it's
1: like Jingle, his game didn't Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Exactly. High
2: yeah. And then the nigga, <laughs> when he was arguing with fucking with arguing with um, arguing with Jalen Rose at the one time, Skip. Skip was a junior playing JV. That's illegal, bro. Like, you can't play JV as a... Yo, Skip, that shit was illegal, bro. Stop. He was
3: See, ringing. Yeah, secondly,
2: you from Oklahoma. Could you Google real quick? Yeah, you, yeah. You're from... If I'm shout not mistaken... Shout out mistakes, to Skip. Shout out to everybody <laughs> in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Now I'm not shout out to yeah, Skip. Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> Skip, when you was playing... What, you, how old is Skip? 97? 71. Yeah, OJ, OJ... 91. 71. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is just well. skipping... Skip and OJ, y'all look great for your age, both of you guys pause. But, Skip, you gotta let this shit go. You ain't the juice. You ain't Hall of Fame, nigga. We got Hall of Fame up here, nigga. You eighth grade with it. Stop this shit, man. Secondly, you probably was playing when no black people could play in Oklahoma. It's probably segregated. (laughs) She was yeah. definitely segregated <laughs> yeah. when you was all star AAU and all this type of shit. You was playing in the in the Andy Griffith. That shit you played in black and white. You could yeah. not play against no black players played at the black time. You played in crazy. black and white, my niggas. Stop, yeah. my niggas. Stop with this athlete shit because every time you talk about it, you're embarrassing yourself. This is what. I, and this next thing that I will say is this to all my niggas. That's going over to that shit. Like May said, I don't know why Skip ain't found out. The reason he's doing this season <laughs> is crazy. Bubba Dub, I hope you got paid. I know Lil Wayne getting paid. That's my nigga. Breezy, um, Yellow Breezy, get your money. Skip using y'all niggas. Yeah, he, yo. Yo, he think that we the cool niggas and we ain't got a child. Hard to be cool. This niggas like, oh my God, how do I be cool? Even fucking OJ school. These niggas is cool, man. Find me some cool niggas. Yo. If anybody that's <laughs> popping on the gram social media, do not go up there for free because some niggas is getting the bag, my nigga. They treating y'all like the NCAA in 1991, my nigga. Y'all niggas ain't before getting before NIL. Yeah, adults. yeah, that's why I said 91. Who's gonna be a good look for yeah. you? Yo, what are we gonna do?
3: Yo, you ever see?
2: You ever see? They I won't say they name because they'll be like, oh, we're badgering in the public. The name of their show. You ever see how it comes on, like their logo? It's gold chains. So, <laughs> like, when they be like, do, 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 and, and the shit come on, their logo on the shit <laughs> is gold chains. Skip, get the fuck out of here with them gold chains, bro. Yo, stop, man. Yo, you got to stop, bro. Yo, Bubba Dub, um, um, Yellow Beasy. Like I said, already right, you no, know Wayne ain't playing no games. Stay the fuck away if y'all don't get paid. That nigga using y'all for cool points because he don't know how to be cool. He's so uncomfortable that... You know he left first take. They killing him on the ratings. I don't even want to tell you what we doing on YouTube. Numbers, nigga. Numbers, nigga. i like I I I know we be talking shit and we but we up, up.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Don't let all my urban niggas that's killing them. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skip is gonna call you niggas to come up there. I'm not mad, but get your get your check. What my nigga, the RP Young Dolph say yeah. get paid, hey, young nigga. nigga get get paid. paid, nigga. Beware them shits. Next time you pay, next time you watch this show, y'all probably pay attention. It. it go doom, 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 and then it got gold chains <laughs> hanging from the top of the screen. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. What you got to say about Skip Stats? Oh. It ended in 8th
4: grade. I The girls uh, <laughs> were playing in 8th grade. You know, seriously, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. You, Who said girls were playing, playing in the AAU? <laughs> you know, play they killed other, them. They yeah. 8th grade. Yeah, before that. Yeah, and AAU and all of that, uh, I ain't buying it.
2: Yeah, and not and not uh-huh. and not only that, you gotta think about this, not be not even being a... that's the truth
1: though. Girls was playing back then that young. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying is this,
2: let's let's all be being serious, and I don't know this for a fact because I'm I'm just trying to do the math real quick off the top of my head. If it's if it's, if it was eighth grade, this is 1961 mm. <laughs> for Skip.
1: They didn't even have a three-point line.
2: I don't think Jackie Robinson set the record. <laughs> none of <laughs> yeah. that shit.
1: Will Chamberlain, Oscar yeah, they Robinson, Pavlicek, and yeah. Wes yeah. had not gotten to two 25,000 points with no yeah,
4: three-point lines. Where, where, where was he born? He was born in Oklahoma?
0: Oklahoma. He was in yes. Oklahoma
4: with all yeah. Yes. They, they didn't have mixed schools then. Yeah, <laughs> they did, <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's, that's <laughs> not yeah, I <right>. until 64.
1: AU. AU. I mean, in no. AU, he was playing against yeah. all people of his same nationality, right?
4: Probably, I mean yeah, that's pretty much where it was, man. See, you, you know, know that's, sixty-one. Come on, definitely. Man. I had to drink. I had to drink out of all-black faucets. I had to go through the back door. My family. Yeah, so you couldn't play there. against them I back then. The I spent all my summers as a kid, right up until like sixty-two when I started spending my summers here in Vegas working for my uncle. But uh, you know, uh, they wouldn't let no. They was There was no mixed that's teams. Crazy man. <laughs> Yeah. Like and Louisiana and, yeah. and, our, and Oklahoma as bad as there, you know. We all know how long it took Tulsa to be uh, a mix uh, to accept. You know the the end of the war. Don't we have a holiday for that?
2: Yeah, look, man. And hey, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Oh, niggas like yeah. you paved the way for. us. and listen, there's still racism out here. But the racism that you guys experience, especially as professional athletes and collegiate athletes at that particular time, is fucking ridiculous man so thank you for paving the way for yeah, younger for kids real. to be getting paid today you know what I'm saying <laughs> so you you did your thing but Skip cut this shit the fuck out my nigga you not as cool <laughs> as you want to be my nigga you was playing when the girls was playing the to Oh, O period my nigga <laughs> nigga said in 8th grade yeah. stop my nigga stop bro stop.
0: well OJ thank you for being here
4: thank you treasure
0: Yo, oh man, we gotta start getting you on yeah, a couple
2: more real. days, We're we gonna figure some shit out, man. But uh I'll call you after the show. And we gonna do lunch
4: this week. All right, I'm around. All right, man. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. God Bye. bless. Take care.
0: That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is.
2: Like when they doing them two for
3: five.